0: Studios. This is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Well, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving for those listening in Canada. What's going on, guys?
1: Thanksgiving was good for me. I did the GFM uh, visit on Saturday, and I had the, my mom visit on Sunday, and Monday was all leftovers. And I'm here for it. But, you know, the, it, it's disgusting what we do with leftovers from Thanksgiving. Some people are making soup, and that's great. Good for you. Me, I make an entire turkey dinner sandwich, and I do it every year after Thanksgiving. And yeah, there's turkey, stuffing, corn, mashed potatoes, gravy, all in a sandwich. Oh. And it's delicious. <laughs> it really, really is delicious. I ha- but this is a sandwich which obviously has bread filled with bread. Oh it's probably God. terrible for me.
0: And And carbs and more carbs and more carbs. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you're you know keto, what?
1: Right, I assume your your dinner is a little different than mine because you're keto. It
0: was it was a little bit different, but I still had the turkey, and uh, I made a nice cauliflower cheese dish, which I'm definitely making again. I like bit knocked that one out of the park. It was a cauliflower casserole. Anyway, but there's other things too. Yeah, for sure. I uh, and
1: salad, you know, it was good. It was really good. Can I read a DM that came in? Yeah, sure. Okay, this one went to my filtered and just so you guys know, if you DM us, we love it. We read them, uh, but we try and include as many as we can in the podcast, but sometimes they go to the damn filtered messages and it pisses me off that I don't think to check that every day. Uh, So I'll make a better effort to do this. This one is from Alejandro. Hey, Scott, big fan of After 9. I've been really busy at work, so I'm playing catch up on the last few episodes and loving it. I just listened to your September the 25th episode. And how you think triple-triple is insane, my dad orders his coffee, small, five sugars, no cream, no milk. Thought you might get a kick out of that. You and Kat are awesome. Take care. Wow. Small coffee with five sugar. Again, uh, Alejandro's dad, I'm sorry to tell you, but I don't think you actually like coffee. I think you like sugar with a little bit of coffee flavor.
0: (laughs) uh yeah you know someone met it's funny somebody messaged me i was trying to find the dm after we talked about about that too and they're like you know what exactly if you don't like coffee just don't i have a pop every morning i'm thinking there are those people maybe you're listening maybe you're just like that person i know those people that will crack open a coca-cola or a pepsi or whatever first thing in the morning i can't wrap my mind around that i just can't wrap my mind around that ever
1: Holy crap! A or an energy in drink the morning,
0: or straight up like a Red Bull, popping a Monster at like seven o'clock in the morning. I it's not a it's never a morning breakfast. Even when they try to put the coffee in the can and make it seem like it's a it's not never for me anyway. But to each their
1: own. To each their own. Uh, Happy Prime Day to you. I know there's a lot of people that will be shopping online today through Amazon because if you're a Prime member, they say they've got all kinds of deals. Now, I skim through the deals, and maybe I'm just not looking for any of the things that they're featuring, but it's kind of shit so far. Mm -hmm. It's a two-day event this year, and they're holding it earlier than they typically do. I haven't really seen anything that jumped out at me. Did you?
0: You know what? I I, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, and I'm kind of glad that I kind of glad I don't know, because this year I uh, there was a bunch of electronics I wanted to buy a new computer included um, some cameras for my house. And I just kind of thought, all right, I'll take a I'm going to take a gamble on this and I'm just going to buy it ahead of time. And I guess I made an OK choice because I, I'm with you. I don't see a ton. There's some deals um, like about 15 percent off as I'm seeing some tech gadgets, but nothing that you, you don't see on sale other places any other day you know what i mean
1: and and you know i think the other retailers are scared shitless of amazon and that's fine that's like a david versus goliath situation amazon's the most valuable company in the world for a reason there's a reason that they're so big that they have their own planes to do their own deliveries and shit like that they're they're crazy big so i get it but i'm being bombarded with two-day only sales from Costco and Bed Bath and & Beyond and every other <laughs> fucking company that I've ever given my email address to is like basically harassing me at this point to buy something on their website. I don't need any of those things. Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason I'm even looking at Prime Day is because I want a fire stick. My girlfriend got one and it was pretty fucking cool. You can just press the button and talk to it and it'll change the channel for you, you can, or shut the TV off. I didn't just, even know it did that.
0: You can borrow mine if you want. I have one I like. don't really use.
1: The fire stick, you don't use it?
0: Yeah, I, I have I have a couple of Rokus and a, one fire stick. And the fire stick, I, do, I just don't use it that often. But I do. I, I like it. It's fabulous.
1: I've got one of those Google ones. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't even know what it's called. The
0: Google one? No. It's
1: the Google. It plugs as- into the, uh, the HDMI on your okay. TV, and I, I don't even know what it's called. For the life of me, I can't figure out what it does or why this is supposed to make my life any easier. I think this is basically aimed at people who watch their TV through the internet. Uh, call me old-fashioned, but oh, I almost hate to admit it. I almost hate to admit it. I still have cable television and I pay for it. I pay Bell every month to watch TV. And I know that you can get it for free on the Internet. The problem is Android boxes are a pain in the ass. They're not user friendly at all. So, yeah, I still pay Bell because I like having a guide. And I don't know why I do because I just watch fucking also, news all day. It's
0: also, it's not that it's not actually that expensive. Like people say, get an Android box. It's cheaper. But I I don't know. I have a bundle. I'm with you. Actually, I have Bell as well. And that's why you want the Fire Stick, right? Because you can get the Bell app. You can watch your TV anytime. Exactly. Like I can yeah. get rid
1: of a couple it's, cable boxes. Yeah, No,
0: it's fabulous. Uh, it's fabulous that way. But I, I'm with you in that I, I do want it everywhere all around my house. I don't want to have to just have it where the Android box is, that's where I have to watch TV. I've got a c- couple of different places I like to watch TV. So I, it's not always in one spot. So I like to be able to have the shows that I like to watch available anywhere and my PVR accessible everywhere. And with a fire stick, I can do that because I have Bell also. And again, yeah, it's not actually that expensive, especially when you bundle it. Like when you bundle it with internet, it's not, it's not that bad.
1: You know, the the people that are cord cutters, the ones who have disconnected, they've ended the relationship, clean break with their cable company, and now they're just constantly trying to fucking MacGyver something up and, oh, hey, I figured out that if I download this app, I can watch that channel and this app for that channel and, oh, I can get movies and porn and all that sort of shit. It just seems like a colossal pain in the ass when you could really just turn on your cable. But they're so adamant about it when you meet somebody. has cut their cable and you still have cable Mm -hmm. they give you that condescending fucking look and that lecture like why are you still paying for it you can get it for free are you crazy and they basically belittle you into a you feel like a fucking asshole because you're doing what we've done for years
0: (laughs) yeah no i know i know i i get it too i'll have people ask me like and they'll assume, oh, you guys, you guys, you're up on all the technology. Why don't you do that? I'm like, it really doesn't have anything to do with it. I don't know. I like watching the television as it is, and I like being able to flip around and uh,
1: set my PVR, watch something later. I don't want to have to go and find it in the on-demand section. If I record, uh, I don't know, The Masked Singer on Wednesday nights. Because I go to bed early, I want to be able to, the next morning, just press the power button and hit my PVR button and boom, there's the Masked Singer from right. last night. I don't want to go looking for it. So yeah, maybe I'm paying too much for an extra little bit of convenience. Maybe I could get it for free like you guys are. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, a friend of mine on the weekend, though, showed me Dream TV. That's basically an internet cable company. Nearest I can tell. I don't know which of these things is legal and if it's not legal and... I'll be honest with you, I really don't want to be on the wrong side of this law. So uh, is it legal? It looks pretty good. I and have I mean,
0: no idea. What is it like? What is it about? You're saying it's it's online, but you can get cable. What?
1: It, it's basically cable, but online. So she pays like, I don't know, like 40 bucks or something like that. And she gets every channel, including uh, Fox News, for example. The cable company charges you a lot of money to subscribe to that channel pay-per-views and all sorts of shit. But yeah. it can't possibly be legal or why would the cable companies still be in business? Right. That's what I don't understand. Is it legal? Is it legit? Can I do that? How can I have all that for nothing or basically nothing when the cable companies are charging me so much more for it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And and that's the thing. Like maybe a little bit of clarity on this would be nice. Maybe.
0: <laughs> could like, could Trudeau
1: just world? use... Trudeau, why don't you use five minutes of one of your fucking useless news conferences and just tell us: Is it okay to use uh, internet TV? And are we stealing if we do that?
0: You should you should add yourself to the media list next time there's a press conference and they're uh, they're actually asking for questions. Just sneak in there and be like, "Hey, uh, yeah, hi, hey, Scott Fox with the After Nine Podcast." So here's the deal: What's the deal with this fucking Dream TV stuff? What's, <laughs> can you just- can you just run this by me real quick? They'd be so thrown off. It would be fabulous.
1: Oh, he'd have no idea what to say because everything that guy says is so rehearsed. They prepare him for a litany of different questions, even though I find most of it is very fake and contrived. They've probably uh, lined up those questions and, and he knows in advance what they're going right, to ask or right. something like sure, that. Sure, of I mean, course. Th- he's not that quick on his feet. I mean, have a conversation with the guy. But
0: can you blame him, though? I I, I don't blame him. I don't blame any, any of them for doing that.
1: Oh, it's those default answers that really have nothing to do with the question you ask that he'll slip in when he doesn't know the answer or doesn't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, that bugs me uh, down in the U.S. Happening now, as we record, I've got it on the monitor in my uh, studio here is the confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett to be a Supreme Court justice. You know, I've never understood why Americans get so fucking psyched up about uh, interviewing essentially. A Supreme Court justice. We all know that nothing she says is going to change the vote. But people watch these people get grilled during these Senate hearings. And I honestly don't know why we've made a spectator sport out of taking someone who's extremely prestigious and well respected in their field and knock them down as much as we possibly can before we give them a lifetime appointment to make decisions that can overrule the Congress and the president. It's nuts. But I'm watching it now, and it looks like she's going to get sworn in, and that's led Donald Trump's supporters to go absolutely apeshit. They're going nuts because Joe Biden will not, under any circumstances, answer the question, will he stack the Supreme Court if he becomes president? Do you understand what that means? Because I had a conversation over Thanksgiving dinner about this, and people didn't understand what that means.
0: No, I don't.
1: Okay, so in a nutshell, they've got, what is it, nine Supreme Court justices, seven Supreme Court justices. I forget. I think there's nine. So the theory is, is that because once Amy here gets uh, approved and she will, there will be way more conservatives on the bench than liberals on the bench. And since it's a lifetime appointment, you can't just fire a Supreme Court justice. So instead of doing that and, and waiting for someone to die to level it out, Joe Biden would just say, "Okay, now the Supreme Court has 17 justices and appoint a whole bunch of liberals to it so that they have the majority again ah that's what people mean by stack the Supreme okay. Court. Well, you can't get rid of the ones you've got, and there's way more conservatives than liberals, so we'll just appoint, appoint more judges, and they'll all be liberals. And he would be able to do that. Well,
0: of now, course, it, like, sorry, I'm just thinking, like, of course, Trump supporters are going to want an answer to that question, because they're, but the only, but the thing is, they're already Trump supporters. So people who love Biden anyway will love the answer. The people who like Trump, I don't think there's a lot of, let's just put it this way, I don't think there's a lot of people on the fence. That if depending on Biden's dancer, that's who they're going to vote for. The people who are going to be pissed off about this or the thought of this are already voting for Trump.
1: Do you think he is actually non-transmittal at this point? Because Trump claims he is incapable of transmitting the coronavirus. He had it, but now he doesn't have it. And in the days when they were confirming he didn't have it, they were saying, nope, he cannot spread the virus. Is that legit? Oh, can you be in that state where you have COVID, you would test positive, but you're not capable of transmitting it? Yeah, I don't know if uh, how these viruses work, apparently, because I just thought that if it was in the 14 days, you can spread it to other people. Look,
0: I think there's still a lot of stuff, like like we said, there's a lot of stuff that they are learning about the virus. And is it quite possible? Yeah, of course, it could be It could be medically possible. I mean, I don't know. I still wouldn't go near
1: people, though.
0: Like, I still wouldn't act the way that he's acting as though, like, I'm going to kiss everybody in the crowd. I'm going to tongue you all. <laughs> like, all that shit he said the other day. I'm going like, to car
1: b's fucking birthday party yeah
0: like i'm gonna <laughs> whop all over you like no trump no fuck shut up
1: <laughs> you take your wet pussy somewhere else
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh we actually have learned a couple of new things about covid can i tell you the latest yeah sure of course u.s researchers have confirmed the country's first case of a patient becoming reinfected It's a 25-year-old man from Nevada who tested positive in mid-April after he showed mild symptoms. Then he recovered and tested negative twice. He started experiencing similar symptoms, though, in late May. And tested positive again. But this time it was a much more severe case and he ended up being hospitalized Mm. and on oxygen therapy.
0: Okay. So that is important. I mean, that is important to note, obviously.
1: Yeah, because there's people who have had it who are just walking around like they are invincible. And, Go and, ahead. You want me to lick that doorknob? I'll do it. Fuck me. Well, Watch this.
0: And I mean, the, the scary part, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form fear-mongering here, but the scary part about the virus is it is a new virus. So there's still, like we've said lots of times, there's lots to learn. And also keep in mind, uh, it, it, mutate, it there, viruses do mutate and can mutate. And this virus very well, maybe... Uh, what was it a state where, okay, once you get it, you're good, you're immune, but it's mutating all the time. It's not an actual, like, it's not a science fiction, like mutation for viruses is an actual thing. So it's quite possible. It's mutating as it goes. And we're going to see other things and new things. Did you see the update on the big, what was it? Johnson and Johnson's vaccination? Yes. So they're like halting, they're halting trials for this because somebody got, they're not saying still, I believe what this person's sick with. But one of the people in the trial is showing some strange symptoms and is sick, basically. So they're saying
1: it's an unexplained unexplained. illness.
0: Yeah. So I don't, I mean, what does that even mean? Like what, they're not listing symptoms. They're not telling us any info yet, although they say they will as soon as they do all of the tracking and the logging and doing everything that they need to do. But this was the shot, right? This was, I think people were the, felt the most safe with the Johnson and Johnson You know, trial, and it was in several countries, not just in one. It was all over the world, really. And now they've stopped it for now until they figure out what's
1: going on. I'm looking at their quote right now. It says, based on our strong commitment to safety, all clinical studies conducted by the Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson have pre-specified guidelines. These ensure our studies may be paused if an unexpected, serious, adverse event, SAE, ...that might be related to a vaccine or study drug is reported so there can be careful review of all of the medical information before deciding whether to restart the study. Mm-hmm. Does that slow down the development of a vaccine? Or is this just somebody had something weird that reacted? Yeah. Is it like a one in a billion thing? or it could be a one-off.
0: It's it's really hard to say. Some people do have uh, bad reactions to, to different medications. That is true. And this is one person in hundreds of thousands. So this could be nothing. It could just be a blip or a something they're going to have to put on the label hey you might get fucked up like this person but hope for the best but this is why the vaccine it does scare it does scare me a little bit I don't know if I'll be first to line up even if the trials go through and everything seems okay because there's still long-term things and I know that's not what some people want to hear they don't want they don't want people to talk about it I think they want us to just shut up about it take the vaccination tell everyone else to take it and be done with it that's not how I'm going to choose to do it I'm going to be a little more okay I'm going to wait I'm going to wait it out see how this goes it's not going to be me standing in line first,
1: there were two pieces of news that came out of the who on the weekend. Go figure they drop it on a long weekend too. Number one, the head of the World Health Organization says pursuing herd immunity is unethical. herd immunity is you basically just let the virus run wild go. yeah and and eventually we'll all develop an immunity to it. They now say that's not a good idea because we don't know enough about the virus, including whether or not people can get reinfected. And, hey, we just had that story a few minutes ago that somebody apparently did get reinfected, if that's what it is. The other thing that came out, and this one is part of the reason that the, the, the people who are skeptical about this virus to begin with are losing their fucking minds. The WHO said, well, lockdowns don't work. One of the people at The Who said lockdowns don't work. But now that person is saying, oh, that was kind of taken out of context. That's not exactly what I meant. What they said was a lockdown. Everybody has to stay in their house. Nobody goes out, shut down all the businesses, all that shit that we went through Mm -hmm. in the spring. That shouldn't be your instant go to because it disproportionately affects poorer populations and poorer countries. That shouldn't be the go to. There are other public health means that combined with targeted lockdowns can stop the spread much more effectively. But people are hearing that headline or reading the headline and not reading the actual story and flipping out. And you know what? I don't blame them because the who is part of the reason there's so many skeptics out there to begin with because they keep changing their mind on shit. This is the same organization that said masks don't work. Now they're all over the fucking place around the world saying, wear a mask. <laughs> Dumb shit like that. Yeah, some people so,
0: don't like that too much. When and, and truth be told, did they know? No, but they should have still said, do it just in case, guys, and we'll find out if it's good or not. We'll find out if you need to or not later. That's what they should have done. But instead, saying no and then coming back and going, oh, yes, but wait, yes, do it. it was a bad idea. That was I've, the bad call.
1: I've said it once and I'll say it again. Actually, I've said it many times. It was never a bad idea That's to wear right. a mask.
0: That's And you know what? They should have. I don't know what their thought process. I still I don't think we could ever figure out what their thought process is on, or was on that. Like, why would you why would you say no? You, you can definitely say we don't have any um, solid conclusions on that. But always say, yeah, it's, it, it's fine. It's not going to hurt you to do it. So please do it.
1: Yeah, they were Dumb. very, very definitive. Wearing yeah. a mask won't work. Yeah. Closing borders won't work. Okay, fuckers. Well, here we are where yeah. we've closed borders and it did help at the time. Uh, do you think football's going to finish? Because it seems like football didn't learn a damn thing <laughs> from baseball.
0: It might. Uh, it might. But it's definitely going to be a lot more of the games that we're seeing this weekend where they're postponed or playing on random days like a Tuesday. That's different. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a lot more of that. I don't think that's going away. They might be able to finish the season, but it's not going to be as smooth as others with a proper bubble. Of
1: course, there's Tuesday night football tonight, and it's kind of bizarre. The Bills are playing Tennessee tonight. This is a game that was rescheduled because Tennessee had a COVID outbreak. Meanwhile, the game between the Broncos and Patriots has been postponed due to COVID. Oh, and by the way, the Bills playing Tennessee tonight, the Bills were also supposed to play Kansas City on Thursday. Well, you can't play two games in three days, not in football. So now they've moved the Bills to a back-to-back Monday night football next week against Kansas City, except it's going to be the early game. So it's going to be like Monday afternoon football next week, all because certain teams haven't got their shit together. Right. You would think that they would have watched Major League Baseball because baseball started off real bad. Remember all those infections that were breaking out?
0: I do. I do.
1: I'm pretty sure the commissioner got everybody in the league on a Zoom chat or all the owners got their players on a Zoom chat and said, listen here, fuckers, either you get your, st- your act together and stop spreading this virus, stop contracting this virus, lock yourselves down you're not getting paid. You know that multi-million dollar salary you make? You're going to leave millions on the table if you get COVID and bring it into this locker room. They must have given them some sort of an ultimatum like that. Because instantly, overnight, baseball cleaned itself up. Everybody behaved themselves. No new infections. Without a bubble, by the way. Now football... All these teams are having these COVID outbreaks, and I got to think that the owners, who are lucky to even be playing right now, are probably losing their minds thinking, you guys are going to screw this up for everybody. Can they do that? If you own a football team, can you tell these people, listen here, if you catch COVID-19, it's on you. Mm-hmm. You're forfeiting your salary, and don't give me any excuses about it was somebody else's fault. Right. It was your fault for not protecting yourself and not locking yourself down. All you had to do Was come to practice and go back to your hotel. Come to the game, go back to your hotel. That's all you had to do. If you still somehow managed to catch COVID-19, you forfeit your entire salary. I wouldn't blame the owners if they did that. I think that's the smart thing to do.
0: Sure. Make them sign something off right at the beginning of the season, right? And we know like, you have an original contract, and this is what it says. and, And it mentions nothing about a pandemic because we didn't know. But you're signing this now here and now to say, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to abide by these rules, or here's what's going to happen to you. And if you're smart, you just sign the thing, you're responsible and you go through with it. But obviously some people aren't being, it, it, I don't know, does that show you that some people aren't being responsible?
1: A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we're thinking about this all wrong. Maybe we should stop doing the whole, uh, wear a mask to protect others and all that sort of shit. Maybe we should go back to, it's on you to not catch it. Instead of it's on you to protect the people around you, because there's a lot of people who don't do that anyway. Maybe we should just say, you know what? You're on your own. If you catch it, it's your fault. And maybe there's a consequence. Maybe there's not. Maybe you get a bill from OHIP or something like that. But maybe if we just change the thinking a little bit. I mean, I think it would work when there's a lot of money on the line for these professional athletes. Don't catch it or you lose money. Maybe we should do that with regular Mm -hmm. people. Just don't catch it. And you know what? If you take every safety precaution to protect yourself, you have nothing to worry about. But if you're out there being reckless and you thought, fuck, yeah, let's go to a club and pop some bottles and start drinking out of the bottles and shit like that, uh, maybe there should be a consequence for that. Yeah. Maybe there should. Um, A couple other things here. I'd love to know your take on this. It is a woman who posted on Mumsnet. It's one of those message boards that you can post on, and she's got kind of a unique situation. She took on a roommate. So tell me what you would do in this situation. Okay. She took on a new roommate, and this roommate checked all the boxes. Responsible, good credit, ready to sign a lease. They they pay their rent on time. Everything's good. Oh, except for one thing that you wouldn't know from the application they filled out. Her roommate stinks. Apparently, oh. quite fucking bad. Like, really bad. Uh, And now the woman's in a situation where every time she walks into her house, it stinks. It's like a pungent smell. But it's not because the woman cooks with weird spices. It's not because um, uh, she's growing weed or anything like that. It's just because she personally, her own hygiene, does not include things like deodorant and antiperspirant. She just stinks like BO. What do you do about that if you're the landlord and your tenant smells.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a roommate or a tenant in a a different place.
1: It's actually a roommate, but it's her that has the apartment. So she's sort of leasing from this person.
0: See, that's the problem there is that you I think finding a roommate is like trying to find it's a finding a partner in a way. So get to know them. And I know it's hard COVID times. So maybe they did. I mean, it's quite possible. (laughs) This is the problem with not getting together face to face, maybe, but you're going to be a roommate. So you're going to be face to face. It probably would have been better. For her to say, let's meet for a coffee because I want to make sure that you and I jive and and don't and you don't stink, basically. But she didn't think about that, right? Probably just eager to find a roommate, need to make sure that they get that money in ASAP because they're taking on the majority, obviously, of the rent, and. They need that as soon as possible. This person seems good on paper. Let's go move in. I could never, I would never do that. I know that just because I'm the personality type that I need to know what I'm dealing with and who I'm dealing with. So it would be an interview process. So I would hopefully avoid that by doing an interview process. That's tough, though. And I mean, how do you tell Yeah, because
1: maybe they don't – maybe you just write it off like, oh, boy, they smell. But maybe they were just at the gym or they forgot to put on deodorant right, or something right. today. You wouldn't assume that that's an ongoing thing where yeah, they're going to not. N- not only smell all the time but make your place smell. Like, imagine walking into your own home and yeah, all you yeah. smell is BO, even when that person's not even there because it's found its way into the sheets and it's on the fucking couch and stuff like that. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, I know it's, it's, that's a tough thing. How do you bring that up with someone? How do you talk to someone about that? How do you say, listen, you stank? Like, how do you just do that?
1: Great question, right? Do you confront them and say, hey, you smell.
0: <laughs> hey, I bought you a loofah and some soap <laughs> just for fun. Let's go shower.
1: <laughs> seriously
0: that's i don't tough. know what you
1: do in that situation yeah um i don't know being at home your own house like choking all the time on the yeah. smell of your roommate that's a that's a that's tough good. look it really that's is good.
0: well then let that be a lesson to everyone if you are going to find yourself a roommate. If that's you, and I know people looking for roommates out there, here and there, um, especially around where we are, university area. I know people who have invested in property and they live in it, but they were renting it out. But the students are gone, so they're trying desperately to get roommates. That's one thing you could do: meet them face. to I know it's weird, but meet them face to face. Wear the mask if you have to, but just just give it a good just give it a good uh, look, and now apparently a smell too, just in case.
1: Um, I just want to get a little close to you. I know it's a pandemic I, I just want to smell your pits, yeah, and, and just find it's out what they're, what's going on there and it's if you're weird. good there, you got the apartment
0: it's hard right that's uh that's tough
1: <sighs> there's a 12 year old that's about to or is now sorry, studying aerospace engineering at Georgia Tech. They call him oh. a child prodigy at just twelve years old. yeah listen, I have a hard enough time having to be taught things by my kids. And I'm fairly tech savvy to begin with, but there's certain things that younger people know. This takes it to a whole new level when a 12-year-old is studying aerospace engineering. Apparently, the professors are astounded at his level of knowledge, and sometimes they don't even have enough content to keep this kid busy because he's so fucking smart. What? I watched an interview with this kid on CBS News. He is unbelievable. How smart this kid is. The school recruited him, uh, Anderson, to their engineering program like a five-star athletic recruit and sweetened the pitch with a personal meeting with the college's president. That's how badly they want this little prodigy at their school, and they got him. Oh, speaking of sweetening the deal, a lot of Leaf fans disappointed because they wanted Petrangelo. They wanted the Leafs to sign him, and he was available, and it was good. He ended up signing with Las Vegas after Las Vegas had him there for the weekend and made him a good pitch. He decided to sign in Vegas. Yeah. How do other teams compete with Vegas? I mean, no matter what, there's a certain amount of money that this person's going to make. Any hockey player, any athlete. If you have a choice between playing, even though Toronto is the center of the hockey universe, it's a pretty good existence to live your life in Vegas or Florida, southern california places like that hard to compete right i'm not surprised petrangelo signed in vegas i don't blame him at all i'd like to know what happened during this wooing meeting though
0: yeah i mean sure that's my favorite part that's the part i wish we could see i don't want the cameras following them up and down the hallways and in and out of the limo i want to know What you're talking about. What are you being promised? I want to know all that juicy stuff. And and some of it's obvious. You're right, right? I mean, you mentioned it, Vegas. And yes, COVID times, things are weird. But if you are a player, you have to be realistic too. Because if you're a player, and let's say anybody and everybody would take you, they want you, in fact, because you are so good. Really, it then becomes a matter of where do I want to live? That, I think, is a massive factor. It makes sense. And for some people, like your Kawhi Leonard's, it's in the heat, please. Please, please, please in the heat. Yep. Toronto, you guys are fine, but I don't want to be here because of I don't weather. want to deal
1: with snow. I don't want to deal with the weather.
0: No, no. And that is a factor for a lot of these players. And hockey players, sure, a lot of them grew up in the cold. Some don't. Some like to party. Some are family people. So you're going to get a little bit of everything. But I do like to know what those extra somethings are. Because you know they said something or made them feel a certain way to go, yes. But I think the obvious ones will stand out. Where? Location. Situation. That is important first. And then all those other little things, that's what I want to know. What else am I getting Tell me, because this person promised me that, that, and this. What about you? I get that and this and that? Great. Man, I love to know all those details. I would love it.
1: Is it dirty pool for a hockey team to lure in one of these young guys who's really good at the sport, offer them millions of dollars, and dangle some titties in front of them at a strip bar?
0: <laughs> Is it wrong? I mean, n- n- they're human. They're
1: human. Exactly. Some of them think with with the other head.
0: Absolutely. I mean, like I said, some of them are family people that are going to be like, where do I want to raise my child? Right. Other people are like, fuck that. I want to party. So I want to be the I want to go to Miami. I want to go to Vegas. Right. I want to be in L.A. where it's sunny and nice. I want to, you know, of course, they're going to go based on that, too. That is going to be a very important factor.
1: Well, the Leafs are going to need more strip clubs then because we need a cup here soon. So until they reopen the strip bars, you guys can forget about the cup. (laughs) There you go, Doug Ford. Your move. Open strip clubs. We want good players. Could you imagine? That's great. All
0: right.
1: right. We got to bounce, everybody. Uh, One thing I want to mention before we go, though, is tonight's a good night to go out and look at the sky because it is Mars in opposition. So basically, you see Mars, if you're looking at it one dimensionally, picture Mars on the right, the sun on the left, the Earth in the middle. This hasn't happened since July 27th, 2018. It won't happen again until December the 8th, 2022. But the thing that's unique about this one, October 13th, 2020, is Mars is extremely close to Earth when it reaches opposition. So when you go outside tonight, Mars is going to be bright red and it will be just glistening in the sky. On top of that, if you have a telescope, an even halfway to decent telescope. If you look at Mars tonight, you'll be able to see the surface and the polar ice caps. Am I the only one who finds that fascinating because no, I love cool. that shit.
0: No, I do. You know what? That's that's really cool. That I, I think that's neat too. And it's a free show. That's the best part too. It's a free show.
1: Yeah. What else is free in the world? you get a great show and all you have to do is freeze your nuts off a little bit outside tonight with (laughs) a telescope.
0: It's COVID friendly to stand outside, right? You're standing outside, just you and your bubble. You look up. If you got a telescope, even better. Fabulous. Why not?
1: Uh, COVID numbers are coming out soon. They are not in as we record now, but good luck, everybody. Just keep in mind when they do come down that's two days worth of data so don't lose your shit and and start demanding lockdowns and all that sort of stuff (laughs) have a great day and we will catch you back here with another edition of after nine very very soon